Speaking of Gifts is the exclusive podcast of the Gifts and Decorative Accessories editorial team. Join us twice a month to discuss the latest news in the gift and home industries, plus hear exciting behind-the-scenes chatter on gift trends and interviews, get a sneak peek at upcoming features, and hear from surprise guests. So this episode is sponsored by Mud Pie, which creates great gifts for all of life's sparkling moments, both for holiday and just everyday celebrations. Their products really inspire laughter, inspiration, and joy. They are your one-stop resource for home kids and fashion. They're great for fashion-forward gals, entertainers, home decorators, those mamas and their littles, just anyone who enjoys celebrating every day, who loves to play hostess and entertain, who never arrive empty-handed, and who love effortless, stylish fashion. You can visit Mud Pie in Atlanta, Dallas, Las Vegas, or online at wholesale.mudpie.com. Hi, and welcome back to Speaking of Gifts. You're here with your editor-in-chief, Lenise Willis. And Marie Earl, managing editor. And Alex Herring, senior editor. We have some very exciting news, so I want to kick this episode off by talking about our Retailer Excellence Awards. I know we've been talking about that a lot lately because obviously we just had them, but big, big news we just released last week um, we are moving them to Dallas. Yay! <laughs> um, it's really exciting. It is a very big change for us. You know, we've always been, for 68 years, we've been in New York. And for the 69th um, edition of the Retailer Excellence Awards, we're trying out a new location. So we wanted, you know, it's always been in New York, and that venue is beautiful. It's always been magical. We've loved every minute of being in New York. We really have. But we also kind of just wanted to try something different, Um, you know, a new location that might be a little bit more accessible to different retailers, too. So we're going to try Dallas next year. So everyone mark your calendars for June, because I think that's the really big thing that we need people to know is, you know, historically, they've always been in August in conjunction with the New York Now show this uh, next year for 2020, it will be in Dallas in conjunction with uh, Dallas Market Centers, actually their first ever um, total lifestyle market. Uh, so look for more details on that, but go ahead and mark your calendars for June 2020 in Dallas for the 69th Annual Retailer Excellence Awards. And a special note that we will be accepting um, submissions for next year a lot earlier uh, just to make sure that we have those awards ready in time for the updated show. That's right. So be on the lookout for that. Definitely by this fall, that will already be up and running on our website. It'll still continue to roll on, you know, after Christmas, because a lot of people submit their Christmas events and stuff to you. So it'll still be open. But if you have your stuff ready, go ahead and um, be thinking about the submission. And I do want to say too, you know, we always partner with Gift for Life. That is not changing. So for the 69th annual next year in Dallas, We're still partnering with Gift for Life. They're still going to be giving um, an Industry Achievement Award, and our text-to-donate initiative to um, help Gift for Life raise money will also continue as well. So that's all still the same, all still for a great cause, just a new exciting location. And a new sponsor, too, because Dallas Market Center will be our uh, headline sponsor for next year. Mm -hmm. Exciting changes. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, um, so moving on to another piece of news, we've got a story about One Coast and how they are helping to make a difference one backpack at a time. Um, I'm sure if you've been to the showrooms 
any time this summer, whether it was Atlanta, Las Vegas or Dallas, you probably saw those collection bins outside of their showrooms where they're um, collecting school supplies. And uh, this was an initiative that began back in May of 2016. Uh, It's Backpacks of Hope. It was one of the first company-wide community service initiatives under the new CEO. And uh, it's it's really part of making a difference at One Coast. Uh, you know, CEO John Kaiser said, uh, we often say at One Coast that we want to do good business and do good things. And uh, certainly they've been able to do a lot of good with their backpacks of hope. They've collected hundreds and hundreds of school supplies that they've been able to uh, donate to local schools within the Atlanta, Las Vegas and Dallas areas. Um, so that just really helps those teachers rather than having to use their own income to buy the supplies they need for their classrooms. Uh, One Coast has had so much support from vendors and partners, buyers who've donated to this cause and uh, really helped to uh, enhance student education. Um, so I just think this is a, just a wonderful story. Um, and it also um, gets me excited about the trip that I have coming up with some One Coast representatives and uh, next month we're going uh, with Bridgewater Candle to Honduras to um, kind of see the impact that Bridgewater Candle makes with uh, their donations to um, some orphanages in Honduras. And I cannot wait for that trip. I think yeah, I am amazing. so excited to see your coverage of that trip and hear more about it and kind of, you know, we are... Um, can you experience that journey a tiny bit with you, um, you know, just through your pictures and coverage that you're planning. Um, so we'll definitely be checking back in with that um, when you come back from that trip. We're so excited. Um, and, you know, I think this is also just really representative of, of One Coast, too. They are a really great company that has a handle on um, kind of like, po- I know they focus a lot on positivity in the workplace, too. They have, um, you know, because they're very um, separate and remote as far as their employees. And I know every year they have a big like positivity conference and bring everyone together, which is kind of cool too. So that's definitely, I want to say part of their brand, but part of their brand, um, (laughs) that they really have a good handle on. Um, so I really, I really love that. I like focusing on positivity in the workplace too. Mm -hmm. And I love that one of their company policies is that every year they give their employees two days, um, to just spend, doing community service yeah. with an organization of their own choosing. Um, I just think that's a, just a wonderful way to lead by example mm-hmm. with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, and I know teachers are very excited about that backpack program. I have a family of teachers as well, and they do. They spend so much personal money for materials for the classroom. So mm-hmm. that's really cool. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, and I know, oh, so we also did our recap of New York recently. Um, I should have mentioned that earlier when I was talking about the REAs. Um, But you can check it out on giftsanddeck.com to find out more information if you missed New York Now. Um, It was really exciting. They did a couple of new things this year that I was really happy to see, sort of how they're, you know, updating themselves and evolving as well. Um, Obviously, their theme is the, um, you know, the retail renaissance, which was really cool. So they were focusing more on retailers and seminars. And they had a fashion show. Which oh, it was I, so amazing. Yeah, it was so cool. And it was like every day at like 10 or 10.30 or so. So you could kind of look for it. And they used things, you know, off of the show floor to dress up these models. And I was talking to John Stuttered, um, you know, who's the uh, EVP of New York Now. 
And uh, he got the idea while he was on vacation with his wife, actually before he got the job at New York Now. And that was kind of one of the updates that he brought to the table, I think when he was interviewing for the position, actually. (laughs) Um, But I thought that was really cool. Like what an exciting new way to get people to interact with the product and to showcase it in a new way, too. So I thought that was really cool. It drew a really big crowd, I noticed. Mm -hmm. It really did. It really did. And I loved how all the models were wearing the ask me what I'm wearing because it made me think of the red carpet. So, yeah, it was just really fun. And it was a great conversation starter as well. Yeah, it really was. Um, And they also did, um, for the first time ever, they had their own um, award ceremony as well. So after they, um, you know, obviously they were our sponsor for the REAs, the 68th REAs, and they presented their... um, their Renaissance Retailer Award to Cooper Boone of Foundry 42. We've been hearing so much about him. He's just crushing it, obviously, in the retail world. Um, But, you know, they honored him as well as their Best Booth winners and a couple other things, which was really cool because I know they've always had, you know, Best Booth and those types of awards, Best New Product. But to actually have a ceremony, um, you know, after five at the event, I mean, during the show, to kind of showcase those people and and it was great there was a huge crowd there it actually had a really great turnout so it was kind of cool to see their their new updates as well awesome well so i know there's some news coming from uh the bath and body world the npd group sent out a report um just updating what consumers are looking for in bath and body and Right now, it's all about natural and clean ingredients. You know, we've been focusing on that in food, and now we're branching into Bath & Body. Um, 50% of women surveyed prefer to research products online before they buy them in store, I guess, to look at the ingredients a little bit closer. Uh, And they're especially looking for products with no sulfates, no uh, phthalates, no gluten, uh, that's gone up six points in the past two years. So okay. that's a big trend to look for. Um, so if you carry Bath & Body, that's something to make a note of. Yeah, absolutely. And I know um, you have the uh, Bath & Body story for our November issue, too. So I think you're going to be chatting a little bit about that in November. Yes. Um, we're going to be looking at natural and clean ingredients and products that can battle any kind of um, free radicals or anything that might be harmful to the skin. Yeah, I'm excited to read that feature. Yeah, me too. Have you noticed at the gift markets that there's been a lot of Bath and Body products with charcoal in it? Yes. Yeah, that seems to be a really popular ingredient right now, at least that I've noticed a lot of. Yes, uh, yeah. I mean, I know we talk a lot about CBD and that kind of stuff, but like charcoal has actually really been in that category for a while too. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also and it's really in gourmet good with, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. I, uh, I've seen it in a lot of men's gifts as well because mm-hmm. I guess that that black coloring is good for packaging. I guess. Yeah, and it's like a neutral scent too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It draws out the impurities and mm-hmm. it helps whiten teeth. Have you noticed that? Yes, oh, my yeah. friend uses charcoal toothpaste. And I used it. I I used it one time when I was, like, visiting her in Asheville, actually. And it was interesting. I mean, it definitely gives your teeth a clean feel. I just had to get over the fact that it was, like, black when I was spitting it out. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, her sink was a little bit like, oh, let me, let me wipe this for you. <laughs> but it was. It was really interesting and cool. And it does kind of, yeah, it whitens mm. your teeth. And it, it felt fabulous. And I felt very, like, oh, it's, like, natural teeth. You know, I felt better <laughs> about myself. But. But it is black when you spit it out. (laughs) I think I read somewhere, like, back in the old days before toothpaste was invented, they used to use charcoal. So it's like we're going back to our roots. Okay. Okay. (laughs) 
And then um, there is some other news, um, just a tariff update. Um, the There were some speakers at the Las Vegas Market CEO Summit on July 30th. Um, Warren Schulberg, he's Fair Editorial Director, he wrote a report. It's up on giftsanddeck.com. Um, basically, they're all thinking that this is going to go beyond China and these tariffs are going to spread to other countries where we source product. Um, so they don't think this problem is going to go away. It's only going to increase, even though, you know, the tariffs have been delayed a little bit longer until I think mid-December, um, which, you know, retailers are happy about, but also this is a larger problem. Mm -hmm. um, Gary Locke, who's the former U.S. ambassador to China, he also served as Commerce Secretary in the Obama administration, has estimated that tariffs as they stand now would cost the average American household between $800 and $1,000 per year. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so this is real dollars and cents for consumers, which is obviously going to affect retailers. So we need to um, just pay attention to that a little bit more closely. And, you know, at Gibson Deck, we will definitely be watching out for that. So um, keep following us for updates. Gift Gap, your guide to the latest product trends and the stories behind the gifts. So one of our favorite segments is Gift Gab. Um, uh, Alex, do you want to take it away and talk a little bit about something you're working on right now? Yeah, so um, for the September issue coming up, we have a style poll story on alternative spirit spirituality gifts. We've definitely seen a lot of that. Um, and I think it kind of goes to, it's kind of like a update on the self-care trend, I mm -hmm. think. There's so much in self-care about taking care of your body, um, but I think alternative spirituality gifts help you kind of take care of your mind. So whether that's just taking a moment to recharge or to um, kind of spiritually connect to what's important to you, I think there's certainly a lot of products on the market right now that help you do just that. Absolutely. There's a huge focus on wellness, um, like you said, not just for the body, but for the mind. And I mean, that extends into you know, spirituality journals, there's even, um, even just in calendars and day planners, there's now spots to say what I'm thankful for today and just really like focusing on that, that mm -hmm. mental health. So I'm really excited um, to see that roundup of products. Um, you know, when I was in uh, Vegas covering the Vegas show, I actually met a really cool company, Vita Jewel. And they had water bottles, which number one is just great for getting active, um, you know, for that part of wellness. And then they had these little, um, I don't want to say a container. It had a little section inside of the bottle where these um, jewels go. So like quartz and different types of um, semi-precious stones. Hmm. And they're all for different reasons. So, for example, they had one called Forever Young. I was very interested forever in that one. Young. I know I think of that every time. I want to be um, but so I thought it was really cool. And not only are they just beautiful because they have these beautiful stones in the center and they don't actually, you know, touch the water. They're like in a little glass compartment inside oh. of the water bottle. Um, but it has like smoky quartz, clear quartz, um, aventurine, aventurine. I'm not familiar with my semi-precious stones. <laughs> um, but anyway, it was for, you know, cleansing and detox and stress relief and basically serenity. Um, and then they had a beautiful one for fitness, mm -hmm. and it was like red, 
Um, and so it had red jasper and some quartz and other things in it. And it's to promote willpower and um, and strength and dynamic is what it said. Mm-hmm. So it, they're just beautiful. And it's supposed to kind of like mix with your water and make you have like you're kind of taking on some of those properties from the stones. Mm-hmm. So it's it could be a placebo effect. I mean, truthfully. But I think there's so many people that really get into that. Whether they believe it or not, it's just a cool concept. I will say I tried some diamond water. I think it was for clarity when I was there. And it actually, you can taste a tiny bit difference because I tried multiple ones. And Mm -hmm. it's just a tiny hint. I don't know how to explain it. It was just something different. I feel like I could taste the difference in the waters. But, you know, at the end of a day at the trade show, like, your brain is broken. Like, I was trying to talk to her, and, like, I was stumbling over all of my words. I was just done for the day. It was in the temps, so, like, in the uh, pavilions, I was already, like, sweating up a storm. It was so hot. And she's like, you look like you need some diamond water for clarity. <laughs> like, the nicest people, though. Um, but truthfully, I felt a little pep in my step when I left. Oh. It could just be because I was dehydrated and I drank water. But, but truthfully, though, I really felt like it helped me. In New York, I found um, this really neat company I'd never heard of before, Spitfire Girl. And they had some really interesting products, too, um, that caught my eye. First um, were these potion collection perfumes. And they're supposed to be... Um, based on ancient Egyptian tradition, to ward off evil, to seduce, to bring good fortune, and to send love. They were really beautiful, and they came with these neat cards. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just kind of set your attention when you spray it on, um, which is super giftable, I think. And they smelled amazing. They also had candles um, that if you light them, it's for protection or abundance or burning love. It just mm-hmm. it was really neat. Um, but the one thing that really caught my eye um, was an energy clearing kit. So it's in this really beautiful jar, and you can see what's inside. Um, there's a sage smudge stick um, and dried rose flowers and a quartz crystal. And when I first bought my house, I did some energy clearing of my own. I don't know how much I buy it, but I had um, gone to the special store with a friend of mine, and we got an abalone shell. And some dried white sage. And I was supposed to burn it in the shell and go in every room and chant something I can't remember. But it supposedly, like, cleared out my house. And, I mean, it was just interesting. So I could see how um, just for a housewarming gift for fun, like an energy clearing kit would be really neat. Yeah, and you have a historic house, so I feel like it definitely needs to be clean of any ghost or anything. (laughs) Yeah, I should probably do that every month, honestly. (laughs) Yeah, sage cleansing gifts are definitely, I've seen um, that coming in. So that's definitely a popular one. I think that's rising. And there's obviously meditation candles, prayer mm-hmm. beads, um, like tarot card sets. Yes, I actually meant to send this to you the other day. I found a company that makes baby tarot cards. Oh. So I'm definitely going to send it to you after this podcast because um, I thought that was, they're really, they're really cute. Yeah, they're sometimes the tarot card depictions can be very dramatic and intense. So I'd be interested to see how they translate that to a baby. Yeah, I mean, it kind of looks like a children's book, like the illustration style. It's actually okay. really cute. Mm-hmm. And even if you don't believe in that stuff, it's just really fun to yeah. do. Yeah. yeah. I have a good time with them too. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, like chakra stones are always really popular. Like yes. there's actually quite a bit of, of stuff like that. Oh, I forgot to mention, Vita Jewel also does dog bowls. 
<laughs> so you can get your oh. own water bottle and then you can also get one with like the different stones in the middle for dogs. And I really want to get a calming one for a little. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's so we'll see. Needs. That'll be the true test. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, so something I wanted to talk about. So when I was at um, Shop Object Show in New York, um, there was a company called Boy Smells. Yeah. So it wasn't like dirty laundry or stinky socks or anything. <laughs> um, it was just smells that really can work for girls or boys. Um, but a lot of, you know, boy smells, like more masculine smells. But they put the packaging, it was like pinks and purples. Oh. Yeah. And so when I read up more about the company... They, in the company's boy smells, they, it's all about sort of breaking that uh, gender barrier. So not just boy things or girl things, but sort of things that, um, you know, cro- cross the stereotypical line. So like pink stuff for boys, blue stuff for girls, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I really, I mean, that's such a big trend right now. I mean, just in, you know, like uh, different lifestyle products, um, all kinds of stuff. So I kind of wanted to play with number one, um, you know, we're seeing so many more masculine scents and things, but also um, just gender neutrality in general and gifts. How do you guys feel about that? Uh, yeah, there's definitely a lot more in candles I've seen, at least, that are targeted more toward men. And um, I remember when I was talking to Duke Cannon for our um, August issue, they were saying that, you know, men now are caring more about beauty products and um making sure that the house smells nice and those things. So I, I definitely am seeing more of that marketing as well that can go for men or women. So, yeah, I agree mm-hmm. with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I've noticed a lot of nature-y smells. Mm-hmm. Um, think like that is one, pine is another, seagrass. Mm-hmm. Like smells that aren't stereotypically, stereotypically female or male-scented yeah. um, that are just really nice and clean and just freshen the air. Yeah. And I know, yeah, Boy Smells has like an ash candle, mm-hmm. cedar stack. Mm-hmm. They also have a Kush candle that has <laughs> cannabis. <laughs> and I didn't get to smell that one. I'm 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 not sure about that scent, but it was mixed with like tulip and amber. So I oh, imagine okay. that it's actually quite nice and it kind of mixes that more neutral or more masculine smell, but with a softer tulip smell. It's a distinct smell. Mm-hmm. 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 I really should have smelled that candle while I was there. <laughs> should so have. I'm, tro- I'm having trouble imagining it. But everything else there smelled absolutely fabulous, so I feel like they probably nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, you know, speaking of gender neutrality, I, I really feel like, um, Anne-Marie, and you probably agree, um, in kid products, like kid and baby products. Oh, yeah. Um, I think you're really big into that, too. I'm really not big fo- into it. Yeah. I mean, just not – you don't want to force anything on your daughter, which I, I really right. support. I think that's great of you. Um, something I'm noticing, though, as a mom of both a girl and a boy, I was very adamant about being really gender neutral with my daughter. Mm-hmm. She is princess all the way now anyway. She kind of became who she was going to be. Um, but with my son – I mean, he does play with dolls and things, but um, I just bought him football pajamas yesterday. Mm -hmm. So I'm not as gender neutral with him for some reason. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm kind of like looking at how I'm raising him differently and I'm reevaluating that. So that's sort of something. I wonder if it's just because, you know, there's so much more pressure on women too, though, than I think. I mean, maybe not. Maybe not. I'm not a man, so I can't really speak to that. <laughs> it's something that you I hear have to more think about. On. It. Yeah. yeah, you yeah. hear more about women sort of being 
pegged for, you know, certain roles or things like that. So maybe we feel more of a responsibility to counteract that. Yeah, certainly as a mom of a daughter, Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, This podcast just got deep. (laughs) (laughs) You never know what you're going to get on (laughs) Something I've noticed um, when I was perusing New York now, I was in the kids section um, for a good bit of time, um, just imagining all the new things that are happening. Because really... It changes every year. Yeah. I mean, there's new trends every single year. I thought I was on top of it with the corals and the aquas, and those are basically out now. It's more like um, a lot of blacks and whites. Mm-hmm. I mean, just really monochromatic things. And then, you know, they add in the gold and the brass and, you know, all that. But the white and the black is really huge right now. So, yeah, I mean, gender neutral, it goes for both. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the images are all very... Um, neutral with you know just animals you know they don't have eyelashes anymore or you know they're just they're becoming a little bit more um neutral Mm -hmm. yeah and I even saw um some onesies that had like little feminist on the little onesie Mm -hmm. and it was just gray and black like you were talking about or a little activist mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. so it could work for a boy or a girl but I also think it's kind of need to see like that messaging starting so early too Mm -hmm. you speaking about black and white reminds me of um last year when i was at the dallas market center and diane keaton was um there presenting about her new book which was all about the renovations she'd done to her house she was a big believer in only using black and white for most of her color schemes because she said that um she wants the people in her life to be the color so she doesn't need a lot of color in her home because and I think that kind of goes with baby gifts as well. You can kind of think of it like the baby is what brings the color so that oh. they don't need that in their clothing so much because mm-hmm. they bring all that joy and color. Mm-hmm. And something know. kind of interesting, too, is that, you know, when they're first born, they can't really see a lot of color. Um, they notice the differences between um, something dark and something light. That's why black and white is so great for babies because they're oh, just seeing the contrast. That. I didn't either. Yep. So they don't actually need all that bold color. And especially pastels, they hardly see at all. So those aren't really baby friendly. <laughs> oh, that is so weird because, yeah, like you always think of babies when you think of pastel colors. Yeah. Huh, I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, moving into something a tiny bit more adult <laughs> um, and, and more lighthearted. Um, Alex, you've been talking about game day finds online. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, well, you talking about football pajamas, Anne-Marie, is perfect because uh, for our game day finds that we just released this past Friday, uh, we talked about different things that you can do to show your game day spirit. And one of the things we did have was this uh, Don't Fumble Me Baby Crawler Aww. by Mud Pie. And they, I, just, I kind of loved Jane Marie and Mud Pie. They both have like game day collections that very much speak to the love of football, but they weren't necessarily tied to team colors. Mm-hmm. So it was just, if you just love the game, whoever you support, you can wear these clothes and uh, be certainly right at home at a tailgate. But, you know, there's also things that if you are, you are a diehard Oklahoma Sooners fan or something, you can definitely find that maroon. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot of that. Obviously, clear bags is huge for football because most stadiums now do have that policy of having clear bags. So. What I've noticed is a lot of um, clear bags, even if it's the body is clear, there's still ways to represent your team pride, whether it's with a, a strap or a handle that's in your team colors or something. There's 
um, and some some of them are even football shaped, which I think is really funny with the little laces like a actual football. So that's really fun. Um, we had a spirit caper, so one of those like rain. I I would really like to have one of these, like one of those uh, rain hoods, because it seems like every time you go to a football game, there's at least one time where you're caught in the rain. So a spirit caper that has a uh, you know the team colors and it's reversible. Um, so we had some really fun things in there. Yeah. Oh, very cool. Um, I am very excited for football season. I'm really not a huge football fan, um, but I just like getting ready for the Super Bowl. I like all the snacks. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's not for quite some time. Um, and, and Josh gets really into it, too. And Who does you know, he support? Um, he is from Wisconsin, so clearly a huge Green Bay Packers fan. I'm with them. Yeah. <laughs> I think you can't hate that team. You can't. It's yeah. a blue-collar team. You know, like, it's just, like, supported by the town. I think it's one of the few that's, like, run by the town. Yep. Um, Aren't so. they the ones who sang in uh, pitch, one of the Pitch Perfect movies? Oh, I, I have no I idea think about there that. Were some, <laughs> I think there were some footballers in it, and I remember being, oh, like, they can sing. That's quite oh, impressive. Yeah, no, I have no idea. But um, <laughs> I hope I'm right. I yeah. think it was the Packers. Yeah, but that's usually <laughs> when I watch, like, all of my, like, guilty pleasures and like girly shows because he's just <laughs> watching football so <laughs> and um and then planning super bowl snacks mm-hmm. <laughs> so this episode is sponsored by mud pie which creates great gifts for all of life's sparkling moments both for holiday and just everyday celebrations their products really inspire laughter inspiration and joy they are your one-stop resource for home kids and fashion they're great for fashion forward gals entertainers home decorators those mamas and their littles Just anyone who enjoys celebrating every day, who loves to play hostess and entertain, who never arrive empty-handed, and who love effortless, stylish fashion. You can visit Mud Pie in Atlanta, Dallas, Las Vegas, or online at wholesale.mudpie.com. Add-on tales. It's not time to check out yet. Here's an extra behind-the-scenes story before you go. So I really wanted to talk a little bit more about a a backstory that I did for August on Ludella Candles. Um, So Jamie, I'm going to butcher his last name. Oh, no. (laughs) I know how to spell it. (laughs) Um, uh, Bianchini is what I'm going to guess. I am so sorry, Jamie, if I mispronounced your last name. Um, So Jamie... Bianchini, um, is the CEO of Ludella, and he actually had a really cool story about how he came up with this idea. So first I'll tell you a little bit about Ludella so you even know what the idea is. It's basically a smart candle, but it's real flame. Mm -hmm. So it's a, I guess you can call it a candle vessel. It looks like a real candle, and it has a little igniter and, you know, like a little thing for, um, you know, like the oil in there, and it's remote controlled. So you turn it on. It has a child safety feature, so you have to go through a series of buttons to turn it on. Mm-hmm. And then it lights a little spark, and it has a real flame. But it has um, a tilt extinguisher technology in it. So if any anything bumps it, anything like that, it immediately um, blows the candle out. And you can also put it on a timer, and you can also just turn it off from the remote control. So it is really nice. They have scent rings in them. So it's like a smart candle, but it's real flame and it gives you real fragrance. So like the two best things about a real candle, yeah. but it's a little bit safer just because it has at least some extra added safety precautions. Mm-hmm. So it's a great idea. So I actually met him um, a while back in High Point Market um, 
and he had a really cool story about he actually was in um, a candle fire in Africa. Oh, wow. Yeah, so he was given a pillar candle, and that's all he had for light, and he fell asleep with it burning, and then he woke up to, um, you know, a candle fire. Yikes. He was able to, you know, get out and, and, and smother it, um, but it got him thinking that was really terrifying. Everyone uses candles, you know, like we, he loves the candles for mood lighting and just like, you know, it just, candles just make you feel good. Like I love that warm glow. It's cozy. And yeah. Mm-hmm. And he didn't want people to lose that coziness of a real candle, but also be a little bit safer. So he kind of thought on it for a while. Um, he's also, he founded um, an organization called Peace Peddlers. Mm-hmm. And they like cycle around. He, he rode a bicycle around um, Africa and um, they, you know, pick up strangers and like like ride them to their destination it's basically like a taxi on a bicycle um but it's to promote you know um sharing kindness and helping strangers and that kind of thing which was a whole cool side story Mm -hmm. um and so he he was in uganda um riding his bicycle he picked up um a local man um, by the name of innocent and he asked, you know, just starting conversation, like, what is your your goal, your dream that you'd like to do in life? And he mentioned that he wanted to um, start a school because they didn't, you know, in Uganda, it's very difficult to, to travel to a school and have one readily available. And even then, a lot of them weren't stocked with the proper books. And so he's like, I'm going to help him do this. So that's a little bit of the backstory. Um, and so that's when he decided he wanted to do make create a safer candle but he also wanted it to give back to something that he cared about so um he decided that he would do a give back um number one he did help him found that school Mm -hmm. it's called the good hope school and um, it's completely community-led in Uganda, and it actually has over 200 students now in wow, it. That's yes. awesome. And they offer, um, you know, they use the money from paying students to pay for students that can't pay. Like, they use their tu- uh, tuition. So that was very cool. Um, and then um, with every candle, um, they donate a book. So it's part of their Better Light, Better Lives initiative. So as part of the Better Light, Better Lives um, motto that Ludella has, um, for every candle product sold, they donate a book to Books for Africa. And um, that organization is striving to bring libraries to underserved communities. And he actually raised funds on Kickstarter for Ludella. And just one month after the Kickstarter campaign, he was already on his way to Uganda to deliver the first set of book donations. And they actually so far donated more than 10,000 books um, and fueled four library projects in Africa. So, That's so amazing. Yes, they're doing a lot of great things. Um, he's just a really interesting person to talk to as well. And you can tell just from talking with him how much passion he has, not just for his company and making sure people you know, are like safer with their candles, um, you know, because he had that very scary experience, but also just he's so dedicated to helping, um, you know, innocent in that school and the people that he met in Uganda and helping to um, serve those underserved communities. So he's definitely an inspiration. 
That's yeah. a great story. And we actually, and so again, so that was my backstory for August. So if you haven't seen it in the August print issue, you can certainly check it out there too and read a little bit about it and read more about the candles because, you know, it takes, it's kind of hard to explain a little bit, um, but, you know, to tell you a little bit more about it there and it's rechargeable and you can kind of see the different components and, um, Do you remember what scents they have? Oh, gosh. Oh, man, I should know. Um, I tested out. There's one I know that's kind of like an apple spice kind of smell, Ooh. and it smells fabulous. I've actually tried it out in my house, and it's very lovely. <laughs> All right. Well, it's time to close up shop. Thank you so much for tuning in. Don't forget to like, subscribe, leave us a five-star review, and tell your retailer friends to tune in next time. And we can't wait to see what's in store for the next episode on Speaking of Gifts.